one. Hey, FitSpeak listeners, today we are sitting down to talk with Matt Scott about his ruthless and grueling gravel grind that he hosted (laughs) in the Fraser Valley on May 28th. Uh, Matt, thanks for taking some time to sit down and chat with FitSpeak. How are you doing, and have you recovered from your epic gravel grind that you hosted? Oh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I definitely have, have, uh, have recovered, and to the point where, um, yeah, I started thinking about new ones. <laughs> oh, you are thinking about a new one? Oh, yes. Oh, good. Good. Soon, this summer, hopefully? Uh, yeah, Maybe. one more this summer, hopefully. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh... For the FitSpeak fans, tell us what the Valley Gravel Grind is. Okay, so gravel grinding is basically not going to be road, 100% road. It's not going to be 100% single track. You're going to be doing it. Um, people do gravel grind on, uh, on on mountain, like a hardtail mountain bike with a rigid fork. But primarily, it's a new segment of cycling that has come about in the past two, three years, uh, it's a very specific style of bike. Um, it'll be more reminiscent of uh, a road bike that can accommodate a larger volume tire. Ah, I um, see. Yeah. So, um, and uh, so uh, a gravel grind course is primarily going to be something where someone's going to go out for three, four hours, and it's just going to be mixed surface. Um, you're going to end up having gravel, single track, you will have pavement, but primarily you're just going to try and get from point A to point B, not on 100% uh, paved road. It's just going to be a mix of everything. Uh, so it's a mixed bag of everything, and uh, it's yeah, just right. just get out there and go for it, you know? Yeah. Right. It's, it's more for the adventure of it, where it's like, you know what, I think there's a great mass pass over there that's going to have some um, portion of the road, or it's going to have and there's lots of that here in the Fraser Valley there's no doubt about that oh, between the dikes there. and the, the mountains and you know you have everything uh, to offer now the day of registration was only five dollars uh, I was really taken back with that price uh, why only five bucks considering there was food and hydration provided on the course. Um, because this wasn't particularly a race, it was more of I wanted it to be an adventure kind of group ride where um, just get a bunch of people that love kind of going out for a big day and riding together. So I looked at what it would cost to put something like this on with food and hydration. And I was just looking for a break-even point. Um, I wanted it to be a low-barrier event where there's so many events and it's like 75 to to $100 to like the race I just did the, the, this past weekend was 75 bucks. It was, it was great. Organizers need to do stuff. I, through organizing Valley Cross, I know that events cost a lot of money. But doing organizing big events, I also know where you can save money as an organizer. So it's kind of, I just made it so it covered my costs on, on you know, supplies and everything for it. And I just wanted people to come out and enjoy the valley. So low barrier. Yeah, at, exactly. And 
oh, all I saw were, were smiles and people were just enjoying themselves. There was 1,300 meters of climbing. Uh, it was a great single track for or great single track for cyclocross and mountain bikes. Uh, how'd you come up with this route? Um, so a lot of individual parts of this route uh, I've done uh, with myself and some other friends that have gotten into gravel grinding um, separately. We, we've that that was the first time the day of the event was the first time I rode everything on together as, yeah. as a piece. I've done very. I've done a lot of segments of it, and uh, the Fraser Valley just has so much beauty, and and the trails and the mountains and just the scenery and the views. And so I was looking. Okay, well, I mean, the dikes. The dikes are fantastic. Um, just again, just the scene, uh, the views around it. I was a little surprised. Uh, the Vetter was up for a little bit high. Usually, there's a road that goes under the Vetter. Well. River was up so high, we actually were up along the bank going underneath the freeway instead of on a road because I was under, underwater. But, uh, but even that, um, a lot of people that came out, they were just blown away by, you know, what we see on a regular basis out here. And they're like, wow. And that was what I was looking for is to show people, come on, showcase what we ride on a regular basis. And and then just different ride areas, like over at Tamahai, I knew that forward section amazing and well, it's just trying to think of how do you piece that together okay well you need a 12k pavement section for that and then better mountain is amazing uh, we ride that on a regular basis as well and then so i looked at well how do i get from tamahai to better and it's, it's just one of the things there's bringing together stuff that we ride on a regular basis and trying to put it all together into a big ride and that's what I toted it as, like, um, for promoted as is, this is going to be an epic day. And it was. using epic as a watered-down phrase, like, it was to be an epic day. It was epic. It was grueling. It, um... It was all of the above. Um, I've done a few other events. I've done the kettle metal, for instance, and yeah. we do a lot of cross riding and stuff around my neighborhood here. And you know, I've had I have the mountains in my backyard too. <clears throat> your your ride though was ruthless. I don't know what else to say. Like, but it was it was a good ruthless. There was moments where people were not enjoying them themselves but you know eventually once they got over the hump <laughs> they were kind of shaking their heads just thinking what have you done to us today matt yeah um back in like i, I really it was just this year that i got um my, i got onto gravel gravel riding and just the concept of it i did a big uh, ride with some friends down in olympia and it was like 90k just under 100k of uh, their forestry roads and the gravel scene, and it's it's a uh, it's a certain type of rider that wants to go out. They're looking for a big day. They're looking for something that's going to push their limits. Mm-hmm. That may be physical limits. That may be mental limits. How deep can you go into that pain cave and still have a smile on your face? Yes, and that's what I was looking for here. Like some people were questioning, oh. Do you really need to go to Tamahai? Because that was that was a big portion. It was like, oh, just people aren't going to be wanting to go. For, you know, maybe four hours is what you want. I'm like, no, this I want this to be an all day event that people are just yeah. finishing. They're like, wow, that is 
that was a big day. Now, Tamil High, was that the, I think it was about a two or a three kilometer climb up the, the gravel road? Yeah. Yes. All right. So for the the, the listeners <laughs> listening, I'll tell you. I think it was at about fourteen uh, percent grade. Would that be safe to say, or eighteen? No. Well, in some parts um, of about eighteen percent grade. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, no, no. That, that, that's the second climb. You're talking about the better. Tamahai was. Um, it was still long, and actually, there was some spots that actually probably peaked out at that as well. Yeah. Both Tamahai and Vetter. Yeah. Um, were pretty uh, big climbs. Um, most people were able to ride Tam High, uh, mm-hmm. and only one person was able to ride um, uh, Vetter, and uh, that was uh, a local crusher, uh, Crystal Lambert. <laughs> ah, yeah. She amazed everyone. She just came back from Majorca. I think she did 18 days of uh, yeah. uh, straight climbing. Uh, she's really talented. Um not to mention on those gravel sections, you know, going uphill, some of the rocks or gravel were the size of small soft or uh, hard balls, you know, tennis balls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a, lot of, a lot of the gravel trails we have in this area are, um, you know, they're, they're, they're forest roads, so it's not going to be smooth. No. Um, a lot of them are used for uh, four by and ATV. Yep. That's right. Uh, some of the roads we just got into dirt biking, so it's definitely not a smooth surface. Um, and but that's just part of the adventure of it because people. I agree. You and they're like, "Why are you riding it on those bikes?" And uh, and I was actually asking them to ride by. I don't think they're directing it to comment at at me directly. They're just talking to buddies like, "Why are they riding up here with those bikes?" And I, as a road bike, because riding bikes is fun. Like, it's, it's great to get out and with different type of bikes and experiencing, you know, it, is. it adds a different flavor to the ride. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, too, is that people, uh, you know, looking at you riding a cross bike up this section, don't realize that you're out uh, on a 90K bike. Um, yeah. <laughs> and everything is g- going to be thrown at you. You, can, you could ride the whole thing on a mountain bike if you like. Uh, just a lot of people chose to ride their cross bikes how many people do you how many people came out to crush this one crush this ride um you know when, when i heard it, i thought you know if i get 20 25 this will be I'll, I'll be happy with that number um we had uh 42 so i, I was uh i was uh, happily surprised to see that many people wanting to come out and enjoy a very big day yeah yeah i was pretty impressed too and uh i was looking on the um the valley gravel grind facebook page and the photos you know they're awesome photos you know great photos and i don't know everybody was having a have a good time um how many volunteers were needed and how much planning went into this particular event um well it's kind of i did a little bit with um had a couple uh friends that were helping me doing recon rides and yep. so i found get a bunch of feedback from them so probably uh four other friends that were helping me just with uh just going out to um recon Re- a route right. see how this is um my wife was super helpful uh with uh manning one of the aid stations um Life Cycle Bike Shop helped out quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, just with uh, with some of the preparation. Uh, they, they had a guy that manned one of the stations 
right. uh, our first aid station. Um, the Valley so Fondo was there. They brought beer. They, and you know what, that was, uh, Mark Campbell came out, and that was that was amazing. That really added to it. And, and um, yeah, those are great guys at, with the Valley Fondo, for sure. And they're supporting uh, a lot of stuff that's happening in the Valley, too. Um, so there's uh, there could be some talks about... Uh, about you know a much bigger organized uh, like big big event, but that's um, that's uh, that could be in the works. Yeah, that I don't yeah that too much away. No, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so um, there was an insane amount of flats on the course. Um, you know, myself, I had six. <laughs> I think uh, I actually believe that there were a couple of people that beat me. There was one guy told me he had zero flats. Um, but, uh, there was also the coveted broken, uh, rear derailleur, which was, um, mm-hmm. of course converted into a single speed and a huge shout out to Matt Horlin for his quick thinking yeah. and his bag of tools. Cause it wasn't me, but it was, uh, the group I was coming down with, we were still coming down the side of the mountain. So we were still, uh, quite a long ways away from, from home base, right? Um, what would you suggest to your riders or to your participants to be uh, prepared for this grueling, epic I journey? Would, I would definitely say self-sufficient would be, you know, imagine anything that could happen. Yep. Be prepared for that. Tires? Um, what kind of tires? Tires. Um, so I was running because uh, the bike I had, um, Specialized, had hooked me up with uh, one of the their verges. Um, it, but it, it could only fit uh, up to a 35 mil tire, so I didn't have anything uh, besides like 33 mm-hmm. mil uh, cyclocross tires. Right. Um, some people were running up to um, a 45 and 48, which is fantastic. So it's, it's almost like a, for mountain biking sizing, it would be like a 1.9 mm-hmm. um, tire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely um, a bigger tire. The more volume, yeah, the more volume tire you get, the higher volume tire you can get, the better. Yep. Um, but during uh, my um, send-out for the riders uh, announcement prior to the day, I did specify come three tube minimum, like have three yeah. spares with you. Mm-hmm. Um, during our recon ride, I don't think I got away without a flat. Ever yeah. On, on, and, and it was one of those things where you had to, and I kept on learning that, okay, higher pressure, higher pressure. You can't go, like, uh, for cross, you run around 23, right. 25 PSI tires, that isn't going to cut it out, out on a big gravel ride. Um, well, there's so, so much big, pinch flatting, right? There's, there's... That, that's what it is, because there's so much rocks and stuff on, on, that's on right. the, the road. So, um, and on one of the climbs, I can remember one of the guys, uh, they were letting some air out, and as I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh, I just need a little more traction. Sometimes you have to be, uh, you know, it's like, go for it. Uh, um, sacrifice a little bit of comfort yeah. for the the peace of mind you're not going to flat. So um, I think 60, 65 PSI was was a good number. I actually made that made out that day. And it was the first time I rode all my recon rides. I didn't have a flat that day. Um, oh, congratulations. Which, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, also, what, what I recommend for people looking at doing something like this is know what you're getting into. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I like 90 cause we were just under hundred K for this ride. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it took you into some backcountry. Like, we were a long ways from help if we needed it. So, again, self-sufficient. Like, do you have everything needed? And I really try to stress uh, a buddy system. Um, don't be riding by yourself. Ride with someone that you're, you know, switching your pace or ride with a friend. Um, there's a lot of people that didn't, that came solo and just looking for the experience. That's um, right. Because a lot of, a lot of times the $5, um, event, uh, price got people out there like, Oh, you know what? Five bucks. I'd love to go and see, uh, see the Valley and what they're, what they're doing. So we had a lot of people like that. And so, Throughout the ride, you know, people would hook up in groups. You'd see groups of three, groups of five, groups of six. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did have mandatory stops along the way because whether you're a good rider or a bad rider, a flat tire does not differentiate. So, well, and that's um, that was something I was going to touch on. And it, the distance was, uh, you know, it was a pretty legitimate distance. Uh, food and nutrition, um, aside from hydration, wasn't typically the issue um you know running out of you know steam it was more the 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 route the course so i think a lot of people you know i mean i know myself i fell flat on on the fact that um you know the uh the roads were a little harder than i typically uh am used to uh next year i'll definitely be much more prepared i'll definitely be um (laughs) using dirt bike tires on my bike. <laughs> There's no question about that. Um, I was disappointed because, like for me, I love the downhills. That's, you know, I like the uphills, but I love the downhills. But I had to slow down because I had no other choice. Next year, however, I'll have, you know, uh, bomb-proof tires. I, I don't know how else to say. Um, well, the thing is, and because I had, um, there was a, a, a little bit of stuff like when i was um uh there there's a group in bellingham and that's what um james Lismore and myself um a friend that i ride with we've gone down this um this spring mm-hmm. and done a bunch of their events and this and they put on fantastic events out there and um and so i kind of modeled what i was doing up this from them because they it was a low barrier event there wasn't a lot of money so you just go down group atmosphere come out and ride bikes it doesn't matter kind of what ability you are as long as you were with an ability that was in your mind even you could do this kind of distance and and we rode um so we wanted uh the same thing but then we also wanted to throw in a little bit of of kind of the valley flavor where there was a lot of sections where we could have just kept on gravel and everything but we took single track stuff there's like oh let's ride by a trail this trail's sweet let's ride it with our our gravel bikes, our cross bikes. Um, and uh, Harv Bergen actually had a comment when we were doing one of the recon rides. Um, he was saying, like, the new style of gravel bikes now, um, it was kind of funny comment. He's like, they ride better than old school mountain bikes. Um, and if uh, you've been riding long enough, you can uh, remember, like, old school mountain bikes, full rigid, kind of crappy brakes, but now you're riding um, a, a rigid uh, kind of road bike, and, and most people are running discs, so your braking is a lot better than before. There's a lot more control, and it's not like your mountain bike. You're not bombing these uh, single tracks going down. You're, it's a little more technical. Uh, I enjoyed it because it's a little more fun. You have to, uh, you know, pick your lines where you want to go, and I really just enjoy getting out on the trails. Doesn't matter what bike you're on. So 
I wanted to throw this mix. Um, kind of, it was like our uh, a beefy uh, version of gravel grinding. So that... um, definitely, and, and a lot of, it threw a lot of people. A lot of people were off guard. Like, holy cow! Like, yeah, we're riding single track, but this is yeah. this is real single track. <laughs> it is. It's um, legitimate single track because yeah. that mountain that we were going up and over is uh, primarily used by mountain bikers. Correct. Yeah. So um, there, there's a trail on there, Sunnyside Up, that we used, um, and that is a gorgeous piece of single track that the Fraser Valley Mountain Bike Association built. And I wanted to utilize that just to showcase to people because you're riding through some some high canopy old growth forest uh, at points, and it's it's the grade that they put in because they was uh, they made it as a dual direction beginner trail. So it was just perfect for a cross bike. That's and right. It was, and so it's, it's yeah, it's, again, just showcasing what the valley has. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. And then, and then we had the road on. Uh, it, I couldn't get around. Um, Better has uh, it primarily one uh, one way, two ways to get up there. Either you take the Forestry Road, and mm-hmm. the Forestry Road has some very very steep sections. Or you take another trail, which wouldn't be suited suitable for another climbing trail. Um, it wouldn't be suitable for our bikes. So I opted. You know, there's going to be three k from the time we got out of um, Sunnyside up to the top bench um, of Vetter, and people are going to have to walk. And yeah. um, which, in my mind, is totally acceptable. We uh, and again modeling it after the Bellingham rise we went on there. There's some like 30 minute hikes where this grade was uh, you're in a power line and the grade was just too steep to ride because one thing you got to think about is these bikes are in a sense meant to be riding fast so your gearing's kind of leaning towards you know uh, more road gearing than it is leaning towards the mountain biking gearing so that's right that's part of gravel grinding is having to get off and walk sometimes well that's exactly it um, <laughs> so you're also the host of the cultist like um, Cross race along with the Mill Lake yeah. um, Valley, uh, cross the races. Valley Cross Series. Yes, and the single training series. Do you have any more events lined up for this summer? Um, Maybe, perhaps. 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 Uh, I'm looking at. Um, it's going to be a little bit more of a select group. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out logistics of it, but uh, I'm looking at going from Hope. Into back to Abbotsford, all in one shot. On, uh, all on trail, oh, all on gravel. That would be great. Uh, a friend of mine just. So, but that's going to be it's uh, planned out at um, mm-hmm. 145k. Right. Okay. 2300 meters of elevation. Excellent, excellent. So anybody who is listening, who would be, you know, interested in doing that, you can reach out to Matt through Facebook or through um, the single training series. Correct. Page. Yeah, and um, to, to let him know that you'd be interested yeah. in this. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's considering organizing a similar event like yours? Um, be passionate about it and be whatever you're doing, be doing it. And then, um, like, if people are, if you, uh, like, for me, putting on a gravel grind event was kind of natural because I already, I was already liking that, that new segment of riding. So 
and I'd already gone, kind of done my research. I had done about four or five other gravel grinds mm-hmm. to see, okay, yeah, I know what needs to be done to organize this. I've seen what other organizers are doing. Or what, okay, I really like what they've done here, and I here's some other ways I would do this. And then so, again, whatever you do, if you're going to organize an event, um, know it first. And then, um, and then again, you know, you have to uh, think about what you would want in an event where I knew, okay, well, at this point here, I'm probably going to be running out of water. Okay, i got to think about a whole bunch of group, uh, people together. Okay, right here's an aid station court. And then here's, and then that's how I came up with or two aid stations because that's primarily where I would be looking for more water and more uh, uh, nutrition. Um, pretty much... Uh, be passionate. Yeah, be passionate, absolutely. And I don't know if you can tell, like, just from anything with biking, it doesn't matter if it's mountain biking, if it's cross racing, if it's road riding, road riding. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just love riding bikes. Mm-hmm. So for me, it comes naturally where I'm passionate about it, where it's like, okay, do this on the, on the bikes. That's right. And it, you yeah. know, and it definitely showed up on the gravel grind. I mean, everybody was pretty happy, you know, after I we, would, well, I was just going to say when we were hitting the dikes and then we came up to the, the freeway and, you know, the river, the Vetter River had, you know, flooded a bit. It was running high. <laughs> well, everybody stopped and I just thought, I'm not stopping. I'm going to pick a line here. So I hit. Yeah. I just launched off and shot down and into the water and then climbed back up onto the bank there and then just kind of blazed a trail. And sure enough, everybody um, just followed along and we met everybody else up on the other side. So, you know, everything was there. It was... Uh, I would say for organizing also anticipate and um, some negativity. Like there, there are going to be that will not like your event will be kind of a little um, we used some multi um, and, and, and I'll you just have to anticipate it there were some sections of trail which it is uh, it's open to public and it's multi-use cycling is an allowable segment on that trail um, I did receive some feedback um from the Rotary Trail, and I, I think, um, if you remember, there's quite a few at a regal points in a riders meeting, you know, I really stress that we need to be ambassadors for cycling, like when we're out in the public, but there are some people, there's an editorial in the Chilliwack uh, newspaper about, it's funny that the editorial was called Shared Space, and they're saying that the... <laughs> the, the, the irony, right? Yeah, the irony in the segments we're using the trail, but I'm like, this is a shared space. One of the acceptable trail users, and I, I ended up uh, emailing the editorial, uh, the editor back to, to talk about it, and, and I said I'd be open for uh, in a forum for you and I to discuss this. But we were open. We didn't, um, as as he said, nearly most people know. There was none of that that happened. Um, I don't know if you remember, we were getting a lot of waves, a lot of smiles, like people just Correct. seeing like other people enjoying and recreating, that, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't in high high time of the day, it was early in the morning going through, but I think next year I may forego, you know, because it probably will grow in numbers, we may just stay higher on the dike instead of going on the road trail, but and again, I kind of... 
anticipated we may get some pushback from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, organize events. You go. You have to have an, a vision that's going to accept all outcomes. Some not always going to be roses. You're going to have some um, negative feedback, and I get that with cross racing too. People mm-hmm. saying that oh, you've tore up the grass and this and that. Well, so some stuff I prepare with that as well. I've done remediation. I've gone and overseeded. Um, just all that kind of stuff. So just be prepared when you're organizing an event that you will get some um, pushback from it. Well, and that was the thing too. Um, yeah, it was a rotary trail, but I do, you know, I do recall and, and uh, remember all the cyclists, all the, the, the participants uh, saying neutralize and for yeah, anybody, absolutely. well, for anybody who's not, you know, necessarily a cyclist, uh, when the word uh, neutralize is announced, that that typically means that people stop pedaling. They acknowledge that something ahead is, uh, you know, going to be slowing them down, and and that's just code for you know uh, show show respect. And so that was that was the common theme. All along the yeah, like rotary we trail, up, we even came up on an equestrian rider, and our group was neutral. We didn't even spook the horse. We all just nope. moved inside, stopped, let the equestrian rider ride through. Yeah. And it's one of those things because that was a shared trail. It has shared user groups. So yeah, and, and, and it's one of those things. That's where the editorial uh, almost kind of comical that is titled uh, "Sharing a Space" and mm-hmm. calling out cyclists. But you know, there's equestrian riders. There's off-leash dog walkers, which I found interesting, but it's still, there's quite a few times where we had, we stopped and let the owners collect the dogs before we moved on, and yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it wasn't a race, it was a ride. It was a ride. It was a ride. It was a group ride with, uh, with three group points. No, it, it was it was a very enjoyable day, and a lot of people, a lot of smiles. So for anyone who is considering organizing a similar event uh, like yours, they can anticipate some negativity. They yeah. need to do a lot of planning. They need to plan for a lot of pitfalls and stuff. But also, above all, uh, bring your passion and bring your bring your enthusiasm yeah. to organizing your event or their event. Their event, yeah. Like I, I, there's about a month a month lead up to that that it took me to plan the route to go out because yeah, I even flagged the route so. But the evening prior, there's like a five-hour drive that it did drive the back roads um, in the forest roads because I had some signage because I knew we weren't all going to ride together as a group all the time. Like once you hit the climbs, groups will uh, separate and segment. And when you got to the top, there was um, luckily enough uh, some of the people that I had doing my recon with um, were like. Uh, so I was in contact with them through texting. It's like, okay, you can take that group to the next point. And I kind of was riding sweet near the end because, again, we did have a lot of out-of-towners that came. And some people, we didn't bite off more than we chew, but mm-hmm. maybe the pace was too high for them to complete it. Um, and everyone completed it, which was great. Uh, at the end, uh, the phrase was, leave no man behind. And, yeah. and we waited for everyone. Everyone enjoyed it. Um yeah, no, it's... No, no soldier was left behind. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, that's it. Uh, okay, so you ready for a little shotgun round? I got three questions here Sounds for great. you. Okay, great. Uh, here we go. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Um, 
Great. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about when you're alone on your bike, Matt? Uh, uh, a lot of things. A lot of things. <laughs> well, we won't touch on bike porn then, will we? <laughs> All right, so uh, how about your favorite band? Um, I grew up in the, you know, in the 90s. I have uh, a lot of favorite 90s bands. Um Pearl Jam, Offspring, just any any nineties kind of grunge rock. Excellent, <laughs> I'm still big on that. great answers, great shotgun round answers. Thank you. Uh, okay, so Matt, tell us, uh, tell the listeners again where we can find your events to sign up for. So, um, for any of the any more gravel grinding, any of the the training series um, that I do um, will be done under the Cinco Training Series uh, Facebook page. Um, and again, that's open to anybody that, uh, the sequel series in the, in the spring is basically, it's self-paced, so it's just you and your buddies kind of pushing each other, and that's, that's pace. That's all just group riding stuff. And then, uh, for cycle cross, um, it's going to be Valley Cross, uh, would be the Facebook page, or valleycross.ca. Um, so, Definitely two two events uh, this uh, come coming this fall and a possible third. I'm just uh, working with another municipality right now on some details uh, and addressing their concerns. So uh, that may or may not happen, but definitely two for next year. Well, this coming fall. And Cinco is spelt C-I-N-C-O for anybody who will be looking Matt and his events up on yes. Facebook. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Matt. Oh, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Great. We appreciate it.